I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. Big welcome to this week's newest members. We have Brandy Hetzel, John Turner, and Allison Bradley. So excited to welcome you all to the group and super pumped to celebrate all the successes that are sure to follow. The Market Authority Academy is a mentorship program available to real estate professionals who desire to grow their brand and business using the modern social media strategies and proven systems designed for maximum scalability. If that sounds like something you're into, head on over to the show notes to schedule a call with me to discover how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. Welcome back. I am so excited to spend some time with you today. It is July at the time of this recording, if you can believe it, which means a lot of us have vacation on our mind. I know I do. For us personally, it has been about 18 months almost since Bryce and I have been able to really take an actual vacation. Um, one that like, you know, hopefully requires even a little bit of relaxation. But I know that when it comes to leaving the business, especially if you're a newer real estate agent or if you're growing your real estate business, you're busy with a lot of clients, it can be really scary to step away for any amount of time and really trust that things are going to continue rolling the way that they need to. And so what I wanted to do was spend some time today just sharing the few things that we are doing to prepare our business for our vacation that's coming up. So we finally booked, I'm so excited, we finally booked a great vacation at the end of the month and we are full on in prep mode, making sure that everything is ready and prepared for us to be able to relax a little bit. Um, Obviously, there are some things that you can do in advance and some things that you just kind of have to accept. So what I'm going to do today is walk through the five steps that we are taking in the weeks leading up to our vacation to make sure that we get to have a little fun. So if you're into this kind of thing, you're in the right place. Let's talk about how to prep your, your business for vacay. All right, so here is my first tip for you. Number one, you've got to plan your vacations in advance and set expectations. Now, this kind of 
comes in a couple of different layers, right? You do want to plan your vacations in advance. And there are some people in the industry who believe wholeheartedly in with your business planning, planning your vacations up to like 12 months in advance. And I do think that there's a lot of merit to that. But for this year specifically, that was largely not possible, right? We are just barely coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. We are still trying to navigate a world where there are differing restrictions and expectations depending on which state or region you are in. Um, And so for us, we couldn't really plan a vacation in advance, but what we did do is plan it at least a few weeks in advance. And that is enough time for us to prepare and give ourselves the space that we need to have a solid vacation. But we also planned it during a time of year when we knew that we typically are slower. So for us in the Metro Phoenix area, the most active time for real estate is in the first quarter. Now in Q3, which is what we're in now between July and September, that tends to be this a relatively slower time. And now, of course, everything is relative in this really hot market right now. But you know, as a general rule, when it is 113 degrees in Phoenix, people don't really want to move. They're not looking at houses as much. They're not wanting people like, you know, in and out of their houses. This is a time when things definitely slow down. So we typically have taken our longer vacations in June or July, just as a general rule through the last seven years of our business. So that is like something that is definitely within your control. Then once you have your vacation planned, you really just want to set expectations up front with your clients leading up to it. So as soon as we have those dates nailed in, when we are talking with new and prospective clients, for example, we last week, shortly after we booked our vacation, we met with a buyer and seller, like somebody who has to sell their home and buy a new one, right? We straight up let them know right up front, like, okay, great. We're really excited to work with you guys. Just in the spirit of transparency, we do have these dates out of town. Of course, we will still have support there in case you need us, which I'll touch on in a little bit. Um, But just, we really wanted you to be aware that we will be somewhat unavailable during this time. No one's going to freak out and run for the hills if you are giving them some notice, right? And if they are, they are probably not the best client fit for you anyway. Um, But we have always found to lead with transparency and expectations. We're really big on expectations because that allows us to create solid boundaries that ultimately teach our clients how to respect us and respect our time. All right, number two. So once you have planned your vacation, right, you have the dates dialed in, you know how long you're going to be gone for, you know where you're going, you have kind of an idea of what you'll be doing while you're there, you need to take some time to envision what you want your vacation to look like. Okay, now this is really important. So for example, in 2017, Bryce and I took a fabulous 10, 11-day honeymoon in a tiny island in the Caribbean. We had so much fun. And during that time, we were pretty unplugged because it was like a big deal trip for us and we knew that we were not going to want to spend a lot of time working. However, during that time, we did put a deal in escrow and close it during that time for a cash investor, right? So there was still a little bit of time that we were working. And for us in that instance, it was totally worth it because it paid for the whole trip. 
But there are other times where we know that we're just going for a quick little weekend and we know that there are going to be full days where we will not even be cracking open our laptops. Yes, it is possible, but you have to kind of envision what you want that vacation to actually look like. So in this example, in July, like we're going for seven days um, on a family beach vacation, it's going to be pretty chill. We're not going to be doing a lot of things. We're not going to be like going around town and doing a lot of outings. We're literally renting a house on a beach. And so there is going to be time for me specifically where I can kind of pop into work here and there. Not that I'm going to be working my entire vacation because to be totally frank, I am super burnt out and I need some time to relax and reset. But there are ways that I can still keep my business humming along with a little little bit of interaction from me just here and there throughout the day. The other factor in here too is we're traveling with our who will be 14 months old at the time that we're traveling. Um, our son, 14 months old, right? He's taking a good solid nap right smack dab in the middle of the day. So there are like two and a half, three hours during the day where I won't be able to really do anything anyways because he's going to be napping in the house. And so I know that, well, since that is a factor for me, I'm going to just carve out some time during his nap time where I can get some things done, maybe pop into the email, execute a little bit on a database marketing plan and make sure that things are still rolling the way they need to roll while honoring the times that I want to be present with my son while he's awake. This is actually something that I was working with my one of my coaches this morning on, which is very timely. So even though our vacation is not for several weeks from now, I'm spending my time now to really envision what I want it to feel like, what I want to come home feeling like, you know, what is that level of energy that I want to return with and how much am I actually expecting to unplug from the business altogether. Doing this work is what's going to allow you to create really solid boundaries and understand what kind of time and energy you're protecting for yourself while you're away. All right, so step three, as I am preparing for this vacation, one thing that I'm doing, and this is actually something that's relatively new for me in my vacay process, um, I'm actually planning for no bookings the two days prior to our departure. And I know that this is really difficult because, you know, you always have those last minute things that come up. I feel like there's this adage in in real estate that says, if you want to get busy, go on vacation, right? Because it seems like the moment we want to take time out of town is the moment that everybody needs us. But really what you want to do is make sure that you're giving yourself as much margin as possible to not leave leave for vacation, like in a state of chaos which is my signature move. So this is something that I'm really excited to implement. We're going to really try hard, not for any showings during those two days, any appointments or consultations. Sure, things come up, and so if something happens last minute, that's fine. But I've already created extra margin for myself on these days to allow for a little bit of that push and pull um, so that I do have the time to, I don't know, get my nails done before we go and make sure that I have that last minute trip to Target to get everything we need for packing. Um, And of course, make sure to fine tune all of my systems that I'm going to need to have dialed in for my business before we leave, which we're going to talk about in step four. 
Hey, it's Stephanie. Quick check-in. Does going away on vacation feel completely impossible to you? Maybe because you know you really don't have systems in place to support your clients or because you know you're not even doing the right prospecting methods to bring in clients in the first place for your business? It's okay. You're not alone. If that is you, though, go to the show notes and book a time with me to discuss your application to the Market Authority Academy. I am taking enrollments from real estate agents right now for this powerful mentorship, and I cannot wait to hear how I can help you generate the results that you need to triple your business this year. I can't wait to chat. Now, back to the show. All right, let's talk about step four. We're going to plan as much content and dial in our systems as we can in advance. Now, this is something that we speak a lot of in the Market Authority Academy, right? So in the Market Authority Academy, this is something that we are constantly planning and building into into your business. And systems are not something that you're ever really done with, right? You're, you're constantly evolving these processes in your business because your client base is co- constantly evolving and the market is changing and things are cyclical. And so we wanna make sure that we are flexing with those external factors as much as we can. However, this is something that really, really helps us create that extra space for ourselves when we do go on vacation or have to take time off of work for surgery or even for something like maternity leave. In 2020, Bryce and I were able to have a three-month maternity and paternity leave where we did little to no work as we just welcomed our son into the world. Um, this is the stuff that helps you do that. So for me, is for something as simple as a, as a seven-day vacation, I know what is happening in the month of July in terms of our marketing efforts. So you guys know if you are listening to this, if you've followed me for a while, a lot of my prospecting is through like inbound marketing, meaning I'm trying to put marketing out there that's going to bring my prospects to me instead of focusing on other kind of old school methods like cold calling or door knocking or open houses that require me to be pounding the phones or the pavement in order to go claw after prospects that like really don't care about me yet. I don't know, just my opinion. So what I'm doing is I'm planning out my content in advance and I can very simply move around a few dates, make sure that very specific marketing pieces are going out either before or after our trip. What this also allows me to do is dial back some of those more aggressive prospecting methods because I know that I'm still going to have those um, little breadcrumb trails that are going to continue bringing me business even while we're not working. So for example, I do do things like database calls and reaching out to our database. Um, There are people that I need to be touching base with throughout the week through my power hours prospecting, which I just did a video that breaks down how to do this on my YouTube channel, so I have a link in there if you don't have a solid routine here. Um, But I've already identified the different kinds of prospecting I'm doing, and because so much of what I do is going to allow me to attract my clients, I can dial back the types of prospecting where I'm reaching out to my clients so that I'm still going to be generating business even while I'm away. I hope that makes sense. The other thing that I'm doing during this time as well is planning as much social media content as I can. So what I do is I go through and plan um, nothing crazy because I'm not posting a huge amount of content before. I've been that person who's just trying to create as much content as I possibly can. And you're on this insane treadmill cycle of content creation. 
at this point, I'm trying to create as much valuable content as I can, the stuff that I know is going to be truly impactful. I can plan it in advance. I know exactly when I'll post it so that when I am on vacation and I do have something that I knew that I wanted to post about, I'm already going to have it all prepped for me and ready to go. So it's going to take me a matter of minutes instead of a matter of hours to get that out into the world. Say it's going to be like a feed post or a reel on social media. I can create all of that stuff in advance. I can save it as a draft in Instagram and then post it when I'm ready. Same thing goes for YouTube. You know that I'm all about YouTube. So in terms of that, I'm actually going to batch my YouTube posts earlier in the month. I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to create as much content as I can, and I'm going to have it all ready to go and prepared to post live on my YouTube channel even while I'm on vacation. And I'm actually going to have support from my team to help me do that as well, which I'll talk about in step five. So once you have planned as much of your content as you can in terms of your marketing activities or your social media content, then you can kind of look at that list and determine what can you get support from and like like who can support you in helping execute this stuff. So for me, this year we brought on a a a fantastic assistant who helps us with a lot of our marketing work. So she's going to be working while we're on vacation, just kind of managing our inbox, making sure that things are getting done the way they need to get done. And she's going to also help me ensure that my content is going to post the way it needs to post to our social media channels so that all of that is done for me and I don't have to actually be the one pressing go right? Like you can do a lot of that legwork to prepare your content, but you don't have to be the one hitting the launch button every single time. So a lot of times, even if you're going to take an extended vacation, like for example, if I didn't have her and I was looking at an extended vacation for longer than a week, or maybe a maternity leave where I wanted several weeks off, I would be at this point looking at getting like a virtual assistant, somebody who could help me for a short period of time, who could take a lot of these easier tasks off and make sure that they're executing on the systems that I've already created, which again, this is something that we have a huge emphasis on in the Market Authority Academy, which which is why it's so important. Now, there's other things that we can get support on too, because one of the first questions that I'm always asked when we're talking about this this type of subject is, how are you going to stay on top of showings and phone calls? And this was actually a message that I got from somebody in our audience on Instagram when I asked for feedback on what questions you might have about leaving on vacation. Um, and, and it was exactly that. How do you stay on top of showings and phone calls? Well, again, we are setting expectations for a long time in advance so that people understand like that we are going to be not as available as we usually are. Um, if we are getting calls, we'll probably take them if we are free. But if not, there's nothing so important that we can't get back to it after an hour or so if we're at the beach or something. So I think a lot of it is also setting expectations for yourself and understanding that the world is going to continue spinning on even if other people are dealing with fires. Like at the end of the day, you have to have enough self-respect and you have to have enough confidence in your business to where you have designed it in a way to flex even as things come up, right? Because I think that it was Tim Ferriss in the four-hour work week who kind of made the point of if you can't remove yourself from your business for a certain amount of time and ensure that it's still going to run in your absence, you don't really have a business. You're operating like a salesperson at that point. And that's something that always stuck with me. So we've always tried to look at our business as a way of how can we put in as much support and systems 
from people and technology to make sure that it's still going to be running even if we take a step back. That is like the litmus test, in my opinion, of whether or not you're operating like a salesperson or a business owner. And so again, we are letting people, we're really clear on understanding what is like an urgent, important problem and what's something that just, you know, feels urgent from somebody else's perspective, like a fire that feels like it needs to be put out. Yes, those happen. And if that was the case, we're definitely on it. But, you know, if there's a call or if there's some kind of communication that comes our way, we're making a decision in the moment of whether or not to table that and get back to it a little later so that we can enjoy our time being present or tackle it at that moment. But what about showings, right? Because we are in a super hot seller's market where people need to see houses like in the moment as soon as they get listed if they have a prayer of them getting an offer accepted. And in that case, we tap on individuals who we trust in our brokerage to help step in for those showings. So we have, we're lucky to have some great contacts on and off of our small but mighty team here in Scottsdale who we know we can trust to step in for a showing if it was something that came down to that. I'm really hoping that we will not have any showing requests during that time, to be honest. But if it did, we're just going to reach out to one of our colleagues and we've already set that expectation with our clients saying, hey, if you do want to see something during this week, we will not be available. But we have the best of the best who can step in and support you and make sure that you see the homes you want to see while we're away. So still let us know, right? And that's something that's really important too, because I don't know if you've done this, but we went through a period of time where we were Zillow agents, right? Like I feel like every real estate agent has to kind of dip their toes in the salty waters of Zillow. (laughs) And we did that. And so many times we would get leads of these people calling in and wanting to see a home because their agent was out of town. And they don't want to tell you that up front because they just want to get into the house, but you probe a little deeper and they're like, well, actually we are working with our agent, but he's out of town and we just really wanted to see this house. That is what you want to avoid because I don't trust that my clients might call another agent not really understanding that that is like not the thing to do. I don't trust that the agent who they might get in front of won't be unethical and try to swipe them from me, right? So that's why you have to do a lot of this legwork to protect your clients and your relationship with that client and still make sure that you're giving them the support they need while you're out of town. So think about how you can do that too. And it might be a situation where, you know, if you have a client who has a problem with that and they throw a fit, that does not seem like the client for me because it is normal and healthy to take time away from your business, to relax with your family. And if you are working as hard as I think you're working, if you're in real estate, you deserve that time, you know, or else what is it all for? If you can't enjoy a lifestyle that you got into real estate to supply for you, then it's not worth it. Like, I don't want it if it's not going to build for me the life that I dream of. And so those are always decisions that I'm okay with making. And I want you to remember, even the best listing agents only get about 40% of the listing appointments that they go on. Okay, even the best of the best buyer's agents only close about 65% of the buyers that they get. 
And so if you have an opportunity to slip through the cracks because you want to go have a great vacation with your family and you want to be present and enjoy an amazing experience because life is short and we are not guaranteed tomorrow, then you can stand to lose that opportunity. It might suck in the moment and it might really feel like crap, but at the end of the day, you're not gonna think about it a year from now. You're gonna think about how fun that vacation was and you're going to think about the amazing memories that you made. And so it's really just having confidence in making those decisions and then leaning on on the support from people and systems that you add into your business, right? In terms of the other types of support you might consider as well, how much can you schedule out, right? Are there like emails or text messages that you can automate and schedule out using your CRM? Or can you send out a newsletter in MailChimp and schedule that to be sent while you're away if you had it scheduled to go out on a day that you were out of town? Right, there's so many different ways that you can use different pieces of technology to do work for you, like a virtual assistant, without you having to be directly involved with it in the moment. So those are other ways that I want you to be thinking about this as well. Now, there's your steps, right? It's nothing crazy, definitely not complicated. Number one, you're planning it in advance, your vacation, and you're setting expectations with your clients. Number two, you're envisioning what you want that vacation to look like. Number three, you are trying to clear out your calendar a couple of days before you leave to make sure that you have the space you need to leave in a really relaxed mindset. Make sure you're totally prepared so you're not rushing into your vacation and starting off on a bad foot. Number four, you are planning and scheduling as much content in advance as you can. And number five, you're getting support from other people and systems to make sure that things are going to be running the way they need to run. It's not so difficult when you just break it down. And you'll notice here, yes, there are things that you do not have control of, but there is a lot that you do have control of. And it's just understanding what those are and really owning those responsibilities and doing as much as you can to prepare yourself to have a great time away. Now, this is the process that I would be using whether or not we were going on vacation or again, having an extended leave for any other reason. This is exactly what I would be doing. And so I hope that you find this helpful. If you are going on a vacation, I wanna know if you're going to implement these steps. So let me know if this was helpful for you. You can always reach out to me on Instagram. We are at Bryce and Stephanie. It's Stephanie spelled with an F, by the way. Do not come at me with those PHs. And you can always send us a DM and just tell us what your experience was like or if you had any fails, we can kind of troubleshoot it together and we'll see if we can come up with any quick solutions for you for the next time you go away to enjoy your life. Well, I really hope that you found this helpful, and I do hope that you take some time for yourself in the next coming months. It has been a long, long year and a half, and you deserve some time to reconnect with those you love and enjoy this time that we are blessed with here on this earth, right? So I hope that you make the choice to do that, and if there's any way that I can support you in doing that, always feel free to let me know. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, keep on crushing it. Thanks for tuning in. High five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or 
Apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.